Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live. Oh, you know, as live as you can get uh, weekly, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is available to you. You can get it anytime and Sunday. So it's and not like Chick fil A. We're open on Sunday as well. We're better than Chick fil A. On a Sunday. We're better than Chick fil A. <laughs> Ferd and Atlantic with your host. Joel, every time I say that, like it's weird coming out doing that voice to say my own name. And some guy, uh... but the thing with Joel is that it's a bit of a bait name. So you probably met other people called Joel, and you've called them oh, Joel, right? So yeah, I don't think I've called many other people Edison. So it's yeah, but different. I could say Joel. Like Joel is a calm name to say. But <laughs> saying, saying it like Joel, like it's weird. Don't mention you in the mirror, Joel. Ugh. Anyway, yeah. So uh, um. We haven't discussed this actually. Yeah, yeah. No, you, we haven't uh, discussed this. We have not discussed this. We saved oh. it for this very moment. Ah. I didn't actually think. I, I, I wasn't actually thinking of. Of course, I thought about it on Sunday, but I didn't actually mm-hmm. think about it this week until now. Um, mm-hmm. Mr. Joel, mm-hmm. you have oh, yeah. you have won the first edition, first oh, COVID yeah. edition. That we've mm-hmm. only done half the half the fixtures because you know we started late. Um, mm-hmm. So you've won the first ever third Atlantic draft. Your, Thank you very much. Thank we couldn't take much. it to the Super Bowl, so just for a quick review, mm-hmm. um, let's have, let's have a quick twenty twenty season review. Okay, go. Start off preseason. We won't tell you how that went uh, because Joel wouldn't like it. Um, no, no, we could tell, tell them exactly how it went. So tell them exactly how it went. We had three preseason weeks. I think it was from week four. eight. We had. We had was four. it four? We had it was. Four. F- it was from about week eight till about week ten or eleven. Uh, I think I won that three one. Um, let me actually let me actually check. Yeah, perfect. Let me actually check. And no, then, no, yeah, it was four, and then it was yeah, three one, three, week one, yeah, three and one. Then sorry, I think week uh, was it eleven or twelve that we started. We, start, we started episodes. At, we started at ten. Oh, we started at ten. Okay, sorry, and then Joel won the regular season from then. I think he beat me five three. So he beat me five and three, was, and I gave you a consolation week. No, you didn't. You just gave me one consolation pick, and I still beat you like eight two. That gave last you a consolation week. week. Anyway, uh, I, th- I don't even know why you're saying because this. Like, I, because it's not because I, no, because I already because I already won, so I already won it. I solidified it, and then gave you like three weeks in a row. No, two weeks in a row. But yeah, it, it was you'd won it two weeks in advance, and you gave me one consolation pick. Apart from that, you made your proper picks for it. I'm not having that. Um, but you still won. Hey, I don't know why you're arguing this. You still won. I don't know why you are because you're this. you're trying to you're trying to act like I put full effort into it after I won. I didn't. I won. Yeah. Yes, but you still made your picks. But and I'm not saying that's, that's not no 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 that's not that's not what we're talking. Why are you arguing? I this? gave you, I gave you the consolation week. Can you be? Like, can you be just a like, humble winner? Can you be a humble just winner? Like the Chiefs, I rested my wow. starters on, on week 17. You are a proper Steelers boy, aren't you? You can't win with grace, can you? Wow, you you, you should definitely be in a Steelers soccer I mean, you, you can't. So lose anyway, grace, um, so as I was saying before, Rudy interrupted. Joel, you won the regular season. That meant. You got the first pick in the AFC and NFC, which you chose the Packers. No, the, yeah, the Packers and the Chiefs. Yeah. And then we did the rest of the draft picks. And you mm-hmm. also had the Bucks. So in the semifinals or in the conference finals, mm-hmm. I had the Bills against the field. And your Bucks won, and then your Chiefs won. So it means both your teams are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So yeah, well yeah. done. Congratulations. You've won. Um, um, if, if we're gonna go by matchups, it wasn't exactly the matchup I wanted. Um, I wanted Chiefs yeah. and Packers because 
that um, is more offense and more offensive friendly. So um, I, th- say. I think we were both rooting for the Packers during that game because, I mean, you don't really yeah. care too much who won the NFC game because y- your winner was still going to Because I'd win anyway, yeah. 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 But I think even myself, I didn't really care who progressed, but I, I did want to, uh, from a, from this perspective, yeah. I wanted the Packers to win. It's just, um, it's just you want, uh, especially when it comes to the Super Bowl, you want an exciting game. I, I hear everything, you know, everything else. We're going to get to everything on the other side, but you just want an exciting game. And most most of the time, for most people, that's just an offensive game with um, some shocking players and liabilities on defense. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll get to the games. We'll get to the games. I'm um, mm. just reviewing our picks for the playoffs. So, yeah. I mean, Chiefs was the Chiefs. I'd said it all year. Like, I'm taking the Chiefs over the whole field if I could. Mm. Uh, and you were a bit wary about that. But I think we saw what they're I mean- capable of doing. Wary, obviously, statistic-wise, because you're going to pick what you're picking one team against. Quick maths, I flopped it, like 18 or something like that. That's uh, a lot. It's like 12. 13. 13, there we go. Yeah. So, so you've got what, 14 teams in the playoffs. You're picking one team against all of them. So obviously, you know, analytics-wise, would tell you to take the field every time. However, um, as once again, we discovered this week's analytics aren't exactly going to help you all the time. So, again, going on the pick. So that was the AFC side. That's fine. It turned out how we expected it to turn out. It gets the NFC side. Mm-hmm. This was a bit more choppy, not as we anticipated. So mm-hmm. you made your NFC pick of the of the Packers, which was fair. I mean, I would have picked them first anyway. Then I had the second pick of the NFC, and I went for the Saints, which at that time I I felt comfortable with that pick. I wasn't wasn't thinking anyone else. We know how all how that turned out. How a couple of plays can obviously swing the game, but credit to the Bucks, they stuck in it and they got the result that they needed. You were very confident that you felt the Bucks were going to be the second best team in the NFC, and were relieved when I picked the Saints. Tell us a bit more. What yes. you thinking then? I was okay. So you had the Saints, right? I was, and I was a hundred percent certain that the Saints were not the second best team in the NFC. Um, not. Because so obviously their defense is their defense, and I think normally, normally you would be right in that prediction. Like norm, like year after year, they've proven and shown that they are a very good team, um, top tier, all that kind of stuff. They're normally top four, I'd I'd say, and then have like a maybe a bad loss in the playoffs. But during throughout the regular season, they prove that they're top four at least throughout the whole season. However, this season, like. The injuries Drew had to go through, the what he had to put on the field, what he had to fight for to get there. And then it was like, it almost was like a kind of Phil Rivers situation for me. Yeah, um, that's not a bad shot. When, when you saw, not in not in terms of, you know, everything else, but when you saw Philip Rivers, his last throw in the NFL was a Hail Mary that didn't make it to the end zone. That is what I thought um, Drew was going to look like these playoffs. Um, when we were picking, because there's only so much a body can go through. Um, obviously, everyone knows as you get, not even as you get to a certain age, but as you get older, you can't bounce back like you once did. And I was assuming that um, at one point, even if Drew played well, he was, I, I was assuming he was going to fall off. And yeah, he did enough. 
Yeah, he, he so that was also something I brought up. Like, I am worried about Drew Brees, but I don't think the drop off will be that much compared to what you anticipated to happen. And I guess also, I just really liked that Saints defense and and what they could do. And I thought yeah. defense did hold his own, but what used to be the Saints bread and butter, their offense mm-hmm. wasn't this year. Kamara couldn't do what he usually could do. And credit to the Bucks when they played them, the Bucks defense was on point. They've shown consistency throughout the year of being an amazing one-stop defense and having some great plays, great turnovers. They always get those turnovers. We saw it this week as well. Their ability to create turnovers when their team really needs it is so impressive. Um, but yeah, and maybe it's, it's kind of mad because when here, yeah, it's mad. But when you look earlier in the season, right? So the first couple of weeks, their defense was amazing. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Now, then, as soon as you start paying attention, they kind of faltered a bit, and I, I didn't know why. I didn't know why. So obviously I got off them. I, I went off them. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you. Went off them. Um, and that, and they've come back with a vengeance. Now they've, they, I think they're a big play to the moment kind of defense. Um, like they got Sue, especially the D line. They got Sue in the middle um, playing free tech normally. And then you got um, JPP on the edge. If those aren't big time players. Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett as well. Yeah, but Shaq Barrett last, last year, he showed he'll do it week in, week out. Sue and JPP turn up in big games. The rest of the time is when you're wor- is when you're is when you're worried. Like, if in terms of kind of luxury players, if you look at it like that, Sue will never be a bad player. But Sue is not always Sue, like the Sue that people were scared of. When I guess you put him against an Aaron Rodgers, who you know there's been beef with, and they've been division rivals and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he he becomes a killer. And those like those kind of moments um, that come in when you that's when you start you get back on the train and then especially when you get like a they smell blood so you got a wounded Drew you got a team that hasn't been able to offense even that hasn't been able to play too many games and snaps together and then you add that to then you got people counting them out because they're almost at the Super Bowl yeah. but they're against, but now they're against the what is assumed to be the league MVP? They 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 smelt blood for Drew, and they were like, "We're gonna we have to prove ourselves against Aaron," and that's what happened. So, to tie up the knot on our picks and then transitioning onto the Bucks and the game. Yeah, I mean, I was, when you're talking about actually Dominic and Sue, he was was he on that Rams team that made the Super Bowl as well against yeah. Brady. Oh wow, that's pretty cool for him that he made it on the Rams. Now he's making it for the. So he, oh. He's the he's the weirdest luxury player of like all time. Do you know what my favorite Do- uh, Dominican Sue moment is when he took field goal as a rookie for the Lions. Have you seen it? No. Yeah, no, to take a field goal kick for the Lions because I think that kicker got injured and he was the only one, and it was so funny. I'm like, well, why is this big D lineman taking a field goal? But I think he's got a football background. I think I think his dad used to be a soccer player or something. But yeah, anyway, when does Tampa start thinking about their next QB? When Brady says um, goodbye. <laughs> but do you reckon they might be like, all right, Tom? We know you got let's say two years left. Do you mind if we <laughs> no? Do you mind like who the fuck? How are we then gonna say do you mind? No. Can we draw someone in the third round? Do you, do you know the last person that did that? Where is he now? <laughs> I mean, Tom said you... no one is entering my building until I leave. Jimmy who? Jimmy what? 
Jimmy, get the fuck to San Francisco. Get him out. Get Jacoby out. (laughs) I don't even want Hoyer, really. I I just understand you need a backup. Who's the backup in Tampa? That's a good question. Who's the backup in Tampa? Big man. Is it Peterman? No, no, no. We love talking about Peterman for no reason. It's not Peterman. (laughs) I thought it was a vet. For some... Yeah. I was Are you sure it's not Peterman? I thought I thought I felt like they snuck Peterman in like at some point. Ah, I knew it was an ex-Jags boy. Blaine Gabbert. Ex-Jags oh, boy. Oh, Gabbert. Yeah, Gabbert, Gabbert. Um, wow, wait, hold on. He's still in the league. Yeah. No. And then Ryan what? Griffin is there as well. I have no idea who Ryan Griffin is. I'm surprised they even have three quarterbacks, to be all the way honest. Unless, he, unless one of them is on the practice squad. He's got 18 passing yards in his career, so I don't think he counts. Fair enough. Um, yeah, Blaine Brady, Gabbert. Because yeah, Byron Nefric is, is the um, assistant yeah. coordinator. I think they must have been yeah. together in Jacksonville. I'm assuming. I'm not sure if they're, they they match up. They they really cannot. They really cannot um, look at anyone seriously until Brady is like at the end of whatever run, and he's like, "Yeah, lads, I, I suggest you look now because at the end of this, by the time it gets to the draft, I might retire." That is literally the only window they're going to get. I believe. I was, I hear that, and I, I reckon. I mean, Tom knows he's got three or four years left maximum. Mm-hmm. He's not going to play there until he's fifty. My dad's fifty. I can't imagine him playing in fuck yeah, being an NFL QB. I, I, I can see him doing it just to be the one that done it. But I think he would want to have some sort of mentorship and to pass some of his ideas on when he knows sort of his, his time's coming up. And I think actually, do you know? I think Tampa may be different because. No. If he does win this chip with Tampa, he can be like, you know what? I proved I can do it at two different franchises. And this mm-hmm. is an FU to Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So I've yeah. got nothing else to prove to literally nobody. I have done it with two different organizations. At the end of my career, I'm going to win another Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. You know what, young Buck, let me teach you a thing or two. Then do you think, do you think just even making it to the Super Bowl in itself, not even winning it, just making it has proved his point? To him, it would be no, but I think to everyone else, it would be yes. To, yeah, yeah, because of who he's going to come up against. If it was against yeah. the Bills, then he lost. It'd be like, oh, how'd you lose to the Bills? Yeah, yeah. But when it's the three-headed dragon that's over there in Missouri, yeah. Well, um, I'm, I'm, they that team there is before absolutely we get to ridiculous. Them, yeah. Wouldn't it be? I don't know. It'd be a little bit funny if well, funny is not the right word, but I don't know if both the starting QBs get injured and it's. Uh, I can't think of a worse thing ever in life. <laughs> That'll be so <laughs> Blaine Gabbert in the Super Bowl. Blaine Gabbert versus what's hmm. his face in then? Oh, I keep forgetting his name. Uh, Kessler. No, not Kessler. No, Henny. Henny. Chad Henny. Gosh, all these Jags, all Jags movies. So, Gabbert so, versus wait, Henny on. in the Super Bowl would be hmm. hilarious from a Jags. What? Why? Since you okay, since you said it, I've been really bouncing around in my head. Would I just go to sleep that Super Bowl? But then part of me just wants to watch the car crash. Exactly. It would then, be so funny. But then do I want to stay up to watch the car crash? Like, is that masochistic? I, I already booked the day off anyway. So I'm just going to be like, as a Jags fan, I'm going to be there like, how would these two geezers made it to the Super Bowl and they're going to win? Mm. I can imagine when they win Super Bowl MVP, but yeah. I was just thinking mm. about that. That'll be kind of funny. Uh, so... Let's get into the games. We've had enough of just random jibber jabber. I no, I, I really can't like settled like settled on a point whether I want to watch it or like like that's mad. Is that but that has surely you have to record it situation and watch it back later so you could fast you could fast forward through it if it's like terrible. 
like, yeah, if it gets I back, guess. if it starts hurting. And for those of you that do stay up to watch late night, whether it's sports or something else, you know it get you get to a certain point where you just can't resist the moment of closing your eyes and just shutting yeah. it all down for the night. There's just a time when you hit you like, you know, that's it. I get it with NBA games. I try to stay up for as mm-hmm. many magic games as I can, but if it gets to the third quarter and I'm just like, oh, I'll have you at some some of those points you take an L on missing a miracle. Some of them you do. But I missed the Cole like Anthony buzzer beater. I missed the Cole Anthony buzzer beater, but anyway. I was uh, always so, looking up for that one. <laughs> let's talk about the Bucks Packers game. So, yes, so first thing I wanted to say when when I was writing down my notes, Bucks just had an amazing start. Some of the throws Tom threw in the first half was just super nice. Right in a bucket, boom. I think I remember two specific throws, one to Evans on the left and left-hand side to the numbers and another one similar. For mm. whoa, those really nice. I was like, uh-oh. If I was a Packers fan, that's when I was like, uh-oh. Um, and Evans looks really good at the start compared to how he did against the Saints. And that's just a little bit of praise I wanted to give the Saints because Lattimore is just an absolute beast. And also... Another thing I noticed right at the start was the Bucks' run defense was really, really good. Part of it maybe was because Aaron Jones was injured and they didn't have their full running game to their, at their disposal, but I felt the Bucks' run defense were really good. What do you think about the start of the game? The, so two things. Brady, absolutely insane. Yeah. Like What he did in that was, was crazy. Yeah. But one thing I think people have, are just starting to realize that pass rush is killer. That pass rush was so disgusting. Aaron Rodgers did not have a minute, a beat to really think about anything. Like they were downfield. They were, I understand that both their um, tackles were injured or they moved that. Well, That's, oh, yeah, they, they were flipping positions between the... Yeah, but, but what's, what's his... Their, their highest paid tackle in history now. Bakhtiari? Bakhtiari, there we go. He he went down, so they moved the right to their, their normal right tackle to left tackle. They don't have um, Belaga anymore. So, I mean, maybe. Maybe you should have kept him for another year or two or three. <laughs> but um, they don't, so they switched him to left and then they put their um, backup tackle in at right and, and then left them both on islands. Um, obviously, you want to kind of dominate the middle with Vita Vea and Sue in the middle. So you're going to want to, you know, have most of your double teams within there. But boy, did they, they, they made him pay. They made him pay big time. And it, was, it looked painful um, to the point where it got scary. They were hanging in, but it, it, looked, it didn't look good. A couple other things on that. Um... Bucks defense you're talking about I think another big thing that helps is their abilities for their linebackers to be tackling machines and get those solid tackles um I I was looking at how many had because I wanted to get this correct yeah Devin White had 15 tackles nine of them were solo which is really useful if you've got that happening and you can get two edge rushers and a three technique if you can get your two linebackers to rush as well that's really useful if you've got your middle linebackers who can tackle for days and cover and also as you're saying they had some their defense again causing a pass rush made Aaron Rodgers throw some really bad throws or make the wrong decision, not make bad throws, make the wrong decisions. There was a couple of times when people well, had, had, to, had to speed up, had to, he had to speed up his decision making and couldn't 
switch to the next read. And they had some great red zone defense at the end of the first half to the classic Ben Badone break to force the field goal instead of touchdowns, which at, which we saw at the end of the game was very crucial in that victory. Um, but yeah, so much credit goes to that that Bucks defense at the first half. Mm. Um, one thing I did want to say about the Packers is I did feel that their non-O-line blocking was really good. So when they did have any of those non-receiver, those receiver screens or those running back yeah. screens, I really like their blocking from their skill they, positions. Their, their um, run blocking, surprising. I feel like they switched, they kind of switched roles. Um, the the Bucks were able to just bang, big play, bang, 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 touchdown, um, drive down the field however they want. Whereas the Packers were more of a kind of run, um, short intermediate passes kind of that way they did obviously take shots downfield and they were dropped it is still puzzling to me how much the Packers receivers dropped the ball the only good thing is they also make big plays and normally have in the same game you hope, you would hope but some things just don't make sense so obviously we're going to talk about a couple of the refereeing decisions. Um, we'll leave that to the end. Um, big decision. The, the big tall points we'll leave to the end. Uh, one other quick thing I want to say as well. I realised they were taking, both Tom and Aaron Rodgers were taking a lot of their snaps with like two or three seconds left on the game clock. And I was yep. thinking sort of that must be something either they're trying to absorb as much information as they can with as much time as they can, or this is part of a tactic to, I don't know, take time off the clock because maybe they're worried about the other QB or the other um, offense getting the ball. I was just wondering sort of, yep. it's not, it wasn't really spoken so about. Maybe this is like an unspoken word that I don't know too much about, but yeah, I noticed so, that they were taking the snaps on like two seconds ago yeah. or three seconds ago. The later, the later you snap, um, so it's, you get to obviously take in all the information. Yeah. You say you take it in and you know everything in five seconds. You know what the defense is, you know where they're going to go. If you, if you, Take five seconds off the play clock, then change your play. The defense has time to change theirs. So you wait till like five, 10 to five seconds left on the play clock. Um, change, you change your play because you've, you've already known what their defense is and you've known for like 20, 20 30 seconds. You, you change it and then they didn't have time to make any calls themselves, make any um, adjustments. So then you could just snap it at the one or two and then go. The problem with that being was, I think this, um, these guys, especially the Bucks D line, were very aware of the play clock, and were just going on one because they know Aaron Rodgers is not going to take that delay, that delay penalty. Yeah. So on on they timed it right. He's going to make his call, whatever, whatever happens in the, on the back end. That's not my business. On one, I'm gone. So they start moving on two. They don't cross the line. One's gone. Bam. They beat the tackle. Um, Aaron Rodgers is now moving he's forced to throw the ball somewhere else. Okay. Uh, just something I noticed that no one really spoke about this for. Just wondering, because I, I know that thing, obviously, that you get to see more, more of what the defense is doing, but it wasn't like the defense were moving around or there was any motion to, to see how the defense reacts. But mm. um, Okay. Two big things. Oh, also, also Aaron, Rodgers, or Aaron Rodgers does that a lot. Um, I'm not sure. Brady kind of mixes, I feel yeah. like. He, he mixes where he goes in the play clock normally um, so that you can't really like time it. But Aaron Rodgers normally drags the play clock down because he, he's normally a boom over the top guy anyway. So it don't matter to him. Now, two big things, two categories. 
big plays, big calls, big plays. That end of the first half. Oh, what are you doing? So the big stop from the Bucks anyway to get the ball back to the offense. You really hope that the Packers would have got. I think they got a field goal. You really hope they'll get more for it or even gone for it. I was like, just fucking go for it, go for it. Um, maybe I'm just thinking too much like a like a play Madden or whatever. But I'm just like, go for it. But whatever, they get their points, move on. But then their inability to stop Tampa, not even scoring, but oh, I mean, here's, really- here's the thing, right? So. The play before the big one was a dropped interception, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I do remember something like that. There was two it plays was, covering. It was, there was like six seconds left on the play clock. Um, I think it was Jay Alexander, uh, Alexander, if I'm not mistaken. He drops a pick. Should have been a pick. There's no doubt about it. He had it, both hands, goes through his hands, or boom, 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 off the body. Cool. The next play, Tom Brady... Makes him pay. He's going to, for whatever, whatever goes on, let Tom Brady throw a screen where every one of your players should be in the end zone and then run to stop the screen going forward. Like, there is no way you, you as your team that has Aaron Rodgers as your QB, there is no way you let a guy throw over the top of you for, especially as the last play of the half or end of the game. There's just... Those two things shouldn't happen. You know this because your own team does this to people. So this is what you know. Don't let him score. And big man. Scotty Miller. Not even Scotty. Who's it? King. I forgot that. Kevin King. Desmond or is it Kevin? I don't, I don't want to call him by his name. No, Desmond King is a good is a good corner. Kevin King is not. <laughs> I'm okay. Let me not lie. Day to day, I don't know if he's a good or bad corner. I just know that day he he's had Kevin a- King. Kevin King. Yeah, that day he had his his game. This game, he had. I think he had three touchdowns on him. Fournette, Scotty Miller, and I can't remember the last person. I think it was probably Godwin. Probably. But boy, that's rough. That is rough. End of the half, you let a guy run past you. And I, I, th- I think we all know how how much receivers don't like to get beaten by short white boys. I think that that, that kills them. And that is fair. I mean, you don't expect a short white boy to blaze you like that. You've you've hit it. Well, James Charles spoke about it on NFL 100 when Adam Thielen mm-hmm. is one of my favorite clips because I love James Charles. And um, yeah. You can't have little Scotty Miller beating you like that. He's just straight up run past you. Straight up run past you. Have you, have you. I saw a clip on social media of Scotty Miller doing track in high school or college. Have you seen him? No. He is rapid. He's a proper track athlete. Credit to him. He's so that makes player. it even worse. So that now is- in the defense of me, no, in the defense oh, of me, okay. yeah. you've circled him and said, do not let this guy run past you. Whatever you do, this, this guy runs past you. Scotty Miller, what was this for you? I know. Uh, guess what? I know he went at the um. I know he wow. went at the uh combine. Not at all. Sixth round pick from Bowling Green. Ah, oh, Urban Meyer's old stomping ground. Bro, just keep him in front of you. If he's gonna beat you like that, tackle him, hold him, 
Get the flag. 40-yard dash. Scotty, let's see if it's reported anywhere. If it's not even reported anywhere, that's even more embarrassing. Uh, so apparently, according it's to Bowling be Green, it was 4.36 seconds. 4.36, pretty good, I'd say. Yeah, that's good enough to know not to let that guy run past you. Um, yeah, so that was one of the big plays. Then you've also got the fourth down. Now, there are times when I watch a game because I mean I've been I've been religiously following the following the NFL for about let's say four or five years and been trying to consume as much content as I can, try to learn everything I can in those four to five year period, in that four to five year period. And there are times when I see something happening and I'm like, wait, that doesn't necessarily make sense to me. Like logically, I'm like, why didn't they do that? Mm-hmm. And sometimes the commentator reassures me, he's like, they say the same thing that I was thinking. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not going crazy. They thought the same thing. When that happened, I'm like, when they missed the third down conversion, I'm like, ah, oh, it's fourth down. They should definitely go for this because there's just over two minutes left. I don't think they're going to get that many stops on this box, box offense, especially with Wait, Tom wait, Brady. wait. Stop, stop right there. Stop yeah. right there. What part of their defensive performance that day would make you believe that they can stop Tom Brady? Their ability to create turnovers, but that's not going to stop a dink and dunk and trying to waste the next two minutes of Tom Brady. Of all the people, two doing, minutes, you know, yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, ah, oh, they're going for it. Oh, this is really strange. And then the commentators was like, yeah, this is strange. Why are they go? Why are they not going for this? Like, do they really expect it? And when myself, which I wouldn't consider myself an absolute novice, but knowing what I do, I don't understand. Maybe I mean, Lafleur said after the game, he admitted. I didn't have my best performance as a coach and it's not the best time to not have your best game. So I've, I I haven't heard anyone say this, but it just popped into my head. I think those poor kind of red zone, like kind of areas at the beginning um, or well, earlier in the game um, really clouded his judgment. Now, no That's one has said shout. it. That's a good shout. No one has said it, but that, it's, yeah. a, it's a similar situation. They went, they went three downs, obviously, kicked the field goal um, earlier. Uh, what, three passes to Deontay? First of all, the first one should have been a catch. I don't know how it didn't connect. I guess he turned the wrong way or turned late or whatever, but or turned a different way to where Aaron threw the ball. But that, like, as it was going on, I was like, cool, touchdown, let's go. What? <laughs> What or okay, maybe maybe a flag, maybe a flag here. No, okay, we go to the next down. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. No flag, no flag. It's cool, whatever. Two at least two more downs. Most it'll take is two more attempts. The next play goes, boom, he's open. Aaron sees him. Okay, smacked. Huh? I mean, can I show the replay? Okay, yep, I see how that happened. He was just coming off the route. Um, lucky with a hand up, you know. Aaron kind of threw it right to him, but okay. The next play, I see him start moving. I see everything's a bit clogged up. Everything's moving. Okay, he's moving, he's moving. He's still alive. Now he's going to run it into the end zone. Well, that same thing as all. I'm like, oh, it's there. It's there. Yeah, but then he, ch- he chucks it. I'm like, okay. Okay, no, this Aaron Rodgers, who am I to question? Who am I to question the throw he just made? Nowhere again. Huh? If 
then I was looking, it's obviously that field is open, right? And you'd think. But then when you watch the replay, you see the corner peeling off his man. He they like handed off his man to the safety. So he was just starting to peel off. So maybe Aaron thought, okay, he can catch me. That, I mean, that's fair enough. I mean, you're Aaron Rodgers, you can dive. You 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 are quicker than you know people give you credit for. But you know what I think really scared him, right? Before you, uh, quick, maybe okay, he was thinking about the touchback, but Carol. That is true. That is true. That's very true. But I know what I, I really think scared him. JPP runs round. So now he's scared of JPP behind him. JPP has caught him behind in the, from behind in this game. He wasn't running per se. Okay. But as as he, JPP bends the pocket, he has come back and hit him from behind and wrapped him up. Okay, cool. That's not what I really think scared him though was Ndomikan Sue was to his left and he saw him. Those two don't have a great relationship. Let's not forget Ndomikan Sue was trampling on his ankle a couple yeah, of years lines. ago. Yeah, he was in the division. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Ndomikan Sue has been shown if he gets his hand on Aaron Rodgers, he is a dirty, dirty player. And I think that's what played in his head. That's what he. That's why he got scared. That's why he didn't want to run. Because at least if he throws it or gives himself up, the referee will somewhat protect. But okay, but then it's third down. Terrible again. Whatever. We've got fourth. We've got fourth. Why am I seeing field goal unit? Yeah. I think all you all you hear is Roma going um, going um um. I think I think he thought he had four downs here. <laughs> Oh, 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 we don't want to win this game. We, we, you want him to lose. You don't want to, you don't want to win. Wasn't oh. also during that drive where Lazard was open on the under route. Yeah. And that's what's another one. I was like, no, Aaron, you should have made a play. Yes. So he, he was stuck on Devontae. Yes. Fair enough. He's your best receiver. He was stuck on Devontae. Devontae could have still made that catch if he kind of, slowed down the route at the top because he felt his momentum took him out of the back of the end zone. But Lazard, boy, you're feeling it. If he just chucks it to you, maybe it's a whole different game. Yeah. Um, and going on to your original point about being scared of the Bucks' red zone defense, there was a two-point conversion as well, which was in the geezer's hand to catch. Mm-hmm. And it slipped this is, or he missed just it. Saying, this is what happens. This is what happens when you drop balls all year or you drop balls at big moments earlier in the game. Or not even big moments, at lesser moments earlier in the game. Because when the big moment comes, he didn't even look at anyone else apart from Devontae. Not a single look. So I knew that that Justin Jefferson was a late first-round pick. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, Jordan Love was a late first-round pick. Oh, my gosh was Jordan Love before Justin Jefferson. And Alex was like, okay, no, Justin Jefferson came first and not Jordan Love, but still Packers mm. traded up to get Jordan Love. And I was thinking, oh, who could have they picked up? The next offensive skill offensive skill position was Clyde's Edward Allaire. And I don't think Packers would have picked him because they had Aaron Jones. Yeah, and and AJ Dillon has been good for them to be fair. Yes, he looks really okay. AJ Dillon looked really good on a couple of run plays he had. I don't know why they didn't rock, rock with him a few more just to get some easy conversions because I, he, I think he, he just came back from an injury for this game. I think he, I believe he missed the last game. But still, I remember those two or three runs where he was carrying some of the Bucks defenders an extra couple yards whilst being yeah, tackled. No. I'm like, oh, use him a bit more. Like, do you see what he's doing? Um, mm. But then I think the next uh, offensive player 
apart from that was Brandon Ayuk. And I'm thinking, what could have Brandon Ayuk have done with that offense? He would have been injured for this game, so he don't even matter. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to think. Like, uh, yes, the one solution of Jotha Jordan Love, and two, uh, who would have been the next best option? Ah, uh, there could have been someone out there that they could have had. That well, was wasn't the, there. Wasn't there a corner around that time that they could have gotten? Yeah, but the, the conversation a linebacker, going in, something. The conversation going in was they have never drafted an offensive school guy in forever in the first round, and this was the year. This was the year of all the wide receivers. This was the year where where Aaron said it before the draft. Maybe yeah. we go receiver first round. How about that? <laughs> and if maybe. Justin Jefferson wasn't selected. Would they have taken him? I'm assuming yes. Imagine yes. Justin Jefferson. I, still, I think no. I think uh, no. I think they just, have they they have to be wrong and strong. I think they have to be wrong and strong at all times. <laughs> just imagine a little bit because I was just listening yeah, yeah. to the I Am Athlete. I Am Athlete, my favorite podcast out there. No matter what, I am, love I Am Athlete. And Justin Jefferson was on it this week. Imagine Justin Jefferson in that offense with Devontae and Justin Jefferson. Oh, and Aaron you know what, yeah. Rodgers. I don't think he breaks any re- uh, any records. I know oh, he doesn't break a record. I don't but think still... he breaks any single record. No, no, not even like oh, he doesn't break the records that he broke. I don't think he breaks any single record because Devontae will always be number one for Aaron. So, well, in this stint, he may not have he may not have a record, but he may have some jewelry, and he would be have a lot better hands than who they have currently. A I lot remember. better hands. So I'm not sure how much you know about Alan Lazard, but Alan Lazard was on Jags when he first came to the NFL, and we played him two years ago, this was after the Saxonville year, and there was a play, play, so it was at the end of the, it was at the end of the half, uh, at the end of the game, Blake Bortles threw him a ball, he caught it, and he fumbled it, and that that play sealed the game, and we lost it, and I just remember everyone, at, all the Jags fans on the comment sections of YouTube, they'd be like, this guy's so trash, like mm-hmm. being typical sports fans, and I look at Lazard now and I think, you know what, credit to him for where he's come since then because... He's, he's a lot better than since then. Exactly. boy, I, I don't get how you ha- don't have great hands as a receiver. I think he's just overqualified for that position. He's nice enough for your third receiver. You just need another number two there. Mm. You, I would love to, you'd love to have a little slot receiver there, like a Jarvis Landry, a little slot receiver, a guy working the outside, a guy working the inside. Um, mm. Tunyon didn't get that, that many... That many balls as I anticipated for a time. No, but he he was he was um he was great blocking. He was yeah, great blocking. I hear you, but they needed some offense. They needed some. A bit. I mean, did. maybe I'm just being harsh. Maybe I'm just being a bit harsh. And no, I think that I think they went more running because they they had a decent run game. Like you said, they had a decent run game. Um, uh, uh, okay, apart from the red zone, Adams had a decent game. Um, even Lazard had yards. He got a big catch over the top after dropping a few. Um, a big Mar- catch where he stayed in bounds. Marquez was four for one, one five. Mark, oh, Marquez, yeah, Marquez was what four for one, four for one, one five. There we go. Like those are big, obviously big catches. But I just, I just think, ever since the first his first Super Bowl, the Packers have done everything they can to sabotage and Rogers' legacy. I don't think it's sabotage. <laughs> no, you can say sabotage. I think it's more like they feel so confident in that they don't think that he needs any help, or they feel like, oh, we can just focus on the other stuff. It'll be fine. It's, it'll be. Yeah, fine. but you, you're not. You're not even focusing on the other side of the ball. Yeah. Someone ran for 150 yards in the champ in the championship game, and your next and your your literally your next draft pick after that game was a quarterback. 
Like, you didn't even play this year. Yeah. How much trade value would Jordan Love had right now? But, uh... I think you can't even get him on a vet min. You can't get him on a rookie contract. Right Josh now. Dobbs or Jordan Love? Clint, I'm, I'm uh, uh, Josh Dobbs, no. Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs, right? Because I, the Packers have... I swear he's like their third choice QB. They don't have faith in him. Is he? There was a there was a video of him at the camp. He couldn't hit a net. A even, net. Even we could hit nets when we when the NFL came to came here and they were doing the drills exactly. with us. Exactly. Exactly. So it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense at all. Um. So to tie the last couple of bows on this, one thing I forgot to mention that I did want to bring up uh, when you were. A little bit slate in Shaq Barrett, and I want to check because I felt he had a really good game. And I needed some numbers to back me up here. Shaq no, Barrett. that's not slate. I was saying he's he's more consistent. Yeah, I'm saying he's more consistent than the other two. Oh, okay, that so I just want to shout him out anyway. Yeah, three sacks, two tackle for losses, four QB hits. Love to see it. Um, so he he played up to that to that um contract and all that kind of. So you got franchise got tag, and I remember reading an article just checking up on some Jags news. That um, Jack should go after Shaq Barrett. That was just something random I read. <laughs> of course, I didn't know how to <laughs> yeah, feel about it. No, because it had a list like who each team should yeah. sign, and had Shaq Barrett. I was like, eh, okay. Yeah. Um, but every, every, he for the last two years he's been up on that list for a lot right. of teams. Um, as in as they sh- they should like he should be their target. Yeah. And what you think he's leaving this year? Yeah, makes sense, and, and it just just get Tom player. Brady. Yeah, mm-hmm. just get Tom Brady and go to yeah. Some people will take cuts. <laughs> so. Last thing we'll talk about the referee calls. Now, here's what I'll say I was pissed off anyway because I did want a Packers to win, and you can see the reaction from the referee when that pass interference happened because everyone was watching, they're like, okay, it probably is pass interference, but will the referees call this? And there was just a long delay, and then after the long delay, you see the frag being thrown. That's what I was like, half threw my hands up in the air. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, but it was a pass interference. Here's my thing. I'm annoyed that the other plays weren't called. All the other plays were like six out of 10 should be called. Six out of 10 should be, should be, should be, should be, should be. That passing experience was a seven out of 10. And their threshold was, okay, we'll call a seven out of 10, but we won't call any of the sixes. And that annoyed me because the sixes should have been called. That was my thinking. What say you? Obviously, you've approached this as a even, like an even keel logical person. <laughs> Okay, here we go. They should never referee another game in the NFL ever again. Like that was disgusting. It's like they were looking for Brady. I was like, wait, should we, is this the one we should call? Is this the one? <laughs> yeah, that's is this the one we should call. <laughs> they, like, like, they they've called nothing all game on either side. They've called nothing, so it was bearable because they didn't call it on either side. It sh- there should have been a lot. There should have been a lot in the uh, red zone for the for the Packers because that's where their ones happened. But you know what? I hear you. If you're not going to call it there, you're not going to call it on that side. You guys, you've been doing this all game. Now it is what it is. For that, be the only one. Not literally, the only one you have called all game. I need to. I need an investigation into match fixing. Instantly. Instantly. I need to know who has ties to Tampa. I need to know whose family betted on the game. I need to know what the last, like, since they had that game, since they got, <laughs> not what's, what's the word, assigned that game, I need to know 
every single text they sent out and every call that they had. I need to know who met them in the dark alley. I need to know who gave them the money. I need to know what houses they're living in and if it matches up to the salary that they've got. Because this, that is disgusting. That is 100% matrixing. There is no way you could tell me otherwise. I just loved the delayed reaction because as soon as the play happened, I'm assuming everyone's looking at the refs. Yes. Like, what are you going to do? And there's a delay. And obviously you don't see the ref pulling out the flag. There's a delay. And then the screen, you see the flag come up. You're like, oh, no. I'm not even going to be like as wild as to blame them for the loss. You know? No, no, no. We both know that, yeah. I'm, I'm not blaming them for the loss. I'm just saying an investigation needs to be done because that I, that just doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. No matter how logical you break it down, it, no, there is no way you could not. You could go from being yeah, this is a rough playoff game to yeah, but that's, this is the one. This is the one we're gonna call. And again, just going on to that specific call again, the ball was just so out there as well. Even if he didn't grab him, I don't think he would have got yeah. that because he just fucking grabbed his shirt a little bit. Like, of course, if you are going at speed, that's gonna whatever. But I don't think he was going at that speed where he could have caught it anyway. Yeah. And but you can see the shirt coming out, and just like oh. no, but we literally saw for the most part the same throw by Rogers, but then yeah. the the Bucks player had like the whole jersey and shoulder pad, shoulder pad, and yeah, it was shoulder, shoulder pad. pad, yeah, the shoulder pad, yeah, I do remember of of the Packers player, and I believe it was was it it was I think it was Valdez Scantling. So he could throw it on. He wasn't going to catch it, even if it hit his hands perfectly. I don't care. Or or Lazard. Yeah. It might have. They could have both been in the radius and whatever. But there's no way that one does not get called, and this one does. I also felt there was a pretty big helmet to helmet that could have been called on the Bucks. That I just felt, oh, yeah. that looked really, really helmet to helmet. I'm not sure uh, they may have missed it. I mean, there's so many things to look at, whatever. But yeah, big plays, big calls. At the end of the day, Packers were in the opportunity to win it. They had the opportunity to win it. They fucked it up themselves. But that's that's the like the worst thing. Like as amazing as Brady played, as I didn't think he played that amazing. He had some played. big picks where that, no, big that, obviously no. Yeah, there was a difference in the first half to the second half because he he started off on fire. Um, obviously, we sustained greatness. You don't once you get to a certain point, you don't need to carry on and like you know that. I don't think that was his thought process, but that's just what it is. It was, he got so high that he just kind of rode it out for the rest of the game. But the Packers were in it. The Packers yeah. were in it. They were they weren't like scary in it. But they were always threatening. Like I thought that they could do the comeback. Like I, I really did, um, and that's what I was waiting for. Exactly, and I think if you were to ask, all you want is the opportunity to make the play. And they yeah. had so many opportunities to close to to take the game by scruff of the neck, and they didn't. And I think the Packers are going to be kicking themselves. This this is going to be so hard to swallow for them. Compared I don't to, anything, uh, I don't hear anything about oh we could have done better. I don't hear that because you you messed it up. Which is quite a contrast, I feel, to what happened later on that evening. Bills Chiefs. Boy. I don't even want to talk about it too much because it turned out how much people expected it to turn out. Like Boy. credit to the Bills, like they tried to stick Boy. in there. I thought they had a chance at the start in the first half. Obviously, I was rooting for them when they were nine three up. I'm like, come on, they can do this. Miko Hardman. <laughs> but exactly, but they were nine three up. I was like, no, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's actually gonna happen. Oh my no. <laughs> and Miko it did happen. Hardman. 
I switched it off at half time. I'm like, I ain't listening to this anymore. Fuck this. I'm going to bed. And the, the magic, uh, the magic Charlotte game was on as well. Magic Hornets game was on as well. So I had two screens up, and I was like, "Fuck it, we'll get smacked up by Charlotte." I ain't trying to fucking watch this. I'm going to bed. I got work tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, that was. It, 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 after that, it just didn't. I mean, I, I don't want to speak about it too much just because it turned out how we expected it to turn out. I'm not having all the Josh Allen slander. I mean, this is his what first run in the playoffs and he made it to the championship yeah. game. Fucking credit to him. Um, hopefully, the Bills will be back next year and I'd love to see how they can progress again next year. Um, they need a, a second receiver. But, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, old Dallas guy. Oh, I keep on forgetting his name. Beasley. Cole Beasley. Beasley. Yeah, but he no, he was, not not um as in a, a second outside. Okay, because so he, he was a, slot, he was an all pro. Yeah. He was an all pro. In, in in the slot, Beasley is amazing. But they need someone that that when they're looking for deep, they can't always look for digs. But most importantly, Bills Mafia gassed the entire world. No, I know uh, their defense was good. I think I, I think that's a bit harsh. No, no, the defense is okay. As in, as in, it's better than league average. It's above average. But the offense was what was really driving this team this year, when normally it's, you know, the defense. But this year it was the offense. But most importantly, everyone really thought they were about to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, a, I, a, lot, a lot of people came into that game yeah. worried about the Chiefs. So I managed to catch the, you know, at the end of the broadcast before yeah. the game, they have the predictions. And I think mm-hmm. the only person, the other four people predicting, I can't remember who's exactly on the broadcast, the only person predicting the Bills was um, Cowherd, Coach Cowherd. Yeah. Everyone else had the Chiefs, but yeah. No, that, the, the photos, oh, the Bills are going to come in. They're going to ruin that. They're yeah. going to upset. They're going to upset the whole week. They might not have picked them when it actually push came to shove, but all the talk radio, all the podcast, everything was about, they were for more, they were more sure that the Packers would make the Super Bowl than the Chiefs. It seemed like for a sec. Hmm. And um, that, that was handed, handled mighty quickly. So, yeah. I was talking a bit about the defense. I was disappointed that they weren't able to get any pressure on Mahomes or create any sort of defensive pushback. They had one sack on the day when the Chiefs had four. They had one sack, three and a half tackles for losses. When the Chiefs had four sacks, four tackles for losses. That's not going to help you against this Chiefs offense. Um, Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you have anything to say about this game? Because it just turned out how... I mean, Tyreek Hill, nine receptions, 172 yards? What? Wow. How... I understand... I understand you cannot stop Tyreek Hill. I, I fully understand that. However, there is no way, week in, week out, you should be able to do what he does. I don't... Like, you... You, this is someone once again another one you circle him during the meetings the whole week don't let this guy get behind you the problem is he will catch the ball in front of you make you look like an idiot and still outrun your whole team and the problem is he's got that geezer from Ohio who plays tight end yeah who you have to try and double him as well because he's an athletic freak at times like it's so hard covering Kelsey as well but even Hardman 
I'm watching him play, and I'm like, okay, this would be a 10-yard gain. It gets a fucking 50-yard gain. Runs yeah. a whole fucking field. And I'm like, oh, great, yeah. There, there goes you know, your you defense, Bills. You know what? You know, remember all that talk when Tyreek um, said he's not even the fastest guy on the team? I really think that's a smokescreen. I'm not going to Hardman is crazy fast, but Tyreek Hill, different. Different. Yeah, um... I'll get to the Chiefs a bit more later on in Who Are You? Because there was just something that popped out to me when I was watching them. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's my thoughts on the game. Travis Kelsey should not be as open as he is. Another one. It's not even like, oh, his speed is amazing. His route, his route running is top tier for a tight end. But then you'd think maybe you just put a safety on him. Maybe you put um, maybe put like your nickel guy. So maybe like a, um, uh, a Jalen Ramsey kind of a big physical guy to match up with him kind of thing, because obviously you're gonna need a blocker just in case. But he he eats, and I don't I don't fully when you watch it, you don't really fully understand how he does it, because um I think that even the week before they a highlight of one of his routes was going out and um, was going round sorry socials and it doesn't look like crazy but the person defending him was touching the floor on off a cut so i don't know how it's done don't know what he like with his eyes don't know what he's doing because the obviously the highlight was from behind him but it looked just like a simple jab out like go cut back inside but what part of that made makes a defender touch the floor on his outside as if he's running an out route it it's like, it's like little stuff like that yeah. with, that with these two that you just it's just weird and i'll get into more detail about about them later on on the show um about what i think of them and who i'm going to compare them to so mm. that sets up for tampa versus kansas city in the super bowl a week from now um we'll we'll, we'll, we'll make a we'll, we'll, we'll do a preview show next week once we have a bit yeah. more information and a see, whole, see what's a whole happening. preview show yeah um so that is it for the first down so second down mel kuiper has just dropped his first mock draft and with the normal i mean not even with the fact that we jags have the normal pick i just love looking at mock drafts just getting a sense of who the players are and what potential team needs are um so let's i'm just going to quickly run through the top 10 and then we'll just discuss some things throughout the top 30 that may stand out to you so the uh, Mel Kuyper's got Trevor Lawrence going to the Jags as number one. He's got Devontae Smith, number two to the Jets. Interesting. Uh, you've got okay, okay. Uh, Jamar Chase, number three, going to Miami. So two wide receivers there. You've got Zach Wilson, four to the Falcons. Interesting. Bengals get their guy in Panay Sewell from Oregon, the tackle. You've got Jalen Waddle, six to the Eagles, two Bama receivers in a top six. Damn. You've got Justin Fields, seven to Detroit. Stafford's obviously requested a trade, so we'll see what... No, not requested a trade. He's likely going to move away from line, so we'll see where he goes. Got eight, Carolina taking, taking Trey Lance. What does that mean for Teddy? Nine, you've got Michael Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State, going to Denver. And then 10, you've got Cowboys taking an O-lineman. An O-lineman. I thought the issues was on defense. Why are they taking an O-lineman? Hmm. Just some other key picks. So you've got uh, Kyle Pitts, 11 to the Giants. Love Kyle Pitts. I really hope Jags can trade up, potentially get him. Mac Jones, 
15 to the Patriots. I don't necessarily see that working out, but any other QBs there? I mean, that's exact. If, of all things, that would be the exact thing that happens, wouldn't it? But I'm going to say this was very different to um, Todd, Todd McShay's um, okay. draft. I... Hold on. Was, was so well, my oh, initial yeah. thoughts, oh, no. looking at it, I'm I'm intrigued by how many wide receivers are taking that early, mm-hmm. and how some of the QBs are, I would say, falling a little bit because I've seen quite a few mock drafts from CBS or whoever they may be taking about three or f- uh, about four or five QBs in the top six or seven, eight picks. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just my initial thoughts. And as I was saying about Mac Jones. If some of his biggest criticism is he's got all this talent in Alabama compared to everyone else, he's got two receivers going in the top three, according to this draft, yeah. uh, top yeah. seven in this draft. How is he going to work in New England where they don't have that many weapons? That's, that's, just that's, been, that's been the scary part about um, Alabama and all that, because obviously they have such amazing talent around their QBs and all that. Yeah. So when you're, when you're picking a position that has obviously been made to look good by the people around them um people get scared but when it came to Tua they thought that was it's because of Tua now that looks a bit sticky but what I was gonna say was in Todd McShay's draft it was very it was different because obviously when you when you go by let me get back to it there was um, kind of the first the first pick obviously still the same um Justin Fields Justin Fields uh Trevor Lawrence but then the second pick, Penny Sewell. Ah, oh, okay. Which was what I've seen it as, which is on every kind of big board kind of, you know, when they just chuck it out there, which is way too early. But they, they say it's going to be those two. Really. Every year it feels that there's one can't miss O-lineman. That, mm-hmm. that is just, like, you had Nelson. Last, last had year it was Tristan Wirfs. Wirfs, exactly. Wirfs, yep. Nelson. This year it's Stephanie Pinay. There's always that one O-lineman, which then, everyone wants then to you say you, We say that, yeah, but Wirfs dropped a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who, the guys picked above him don't look too great now either. So The Giants had... I think it was a top five and they picked Andrew Thomas. And I remember everyone that time being, what? Andrew Thomas being picked mm-hmm. that high? Okay, cool. Then I think um, at the beginning of the season, people said he was good, but then I haven't heard anything since. But that might just be because it's the Giants. Um, so you were saying that uh, Penel Sewell was yeah. second? Um, Devontae Smith. Devonta Smith, sorry. Yeah. Um, third. Then Zach Wilson, fourth to the Falcons. Again, once again, Fields is not the second QB taken. Ever right. since so that, that was what had me raising my eyebrows. Ever since the Jags got the first pick, I don't think I've ever seen Fields second. second any lot. Yeah. No, just, as soon as I that happened, even... he just dropped yeah. off. Which which it made no sense because yeah. he must not have had a great I don't think he had a bad game to end like the last couple regular season games, but they weren't great, they said. And I was like, cool, whatever. But then he had that amazing game against Trevor. Which the same thing they're saying is is at fault for Fields. They were saying is good for Trey Lance because Trey Lance only had that one game against Ohio State in which he played amazing. But when it's Fields doing it against Trevor, yeah. it's just oh he, he can't only do it for just one game. Da da da. But anyway, so then um, Rashawn Slater for the Bengals at O line. The okay. Eagles pick Michael Parsons at middle middle linebacker. Okay, Detroit. Detroit do not go with a QB. They go with Jamar Chase. 
How do you feel about that? Who's their QB going to be? Yeah, because now, obviously, after this was brought out, Matthew Stafford is gone. Oh, okay. At, at that time, he was just a potential. Fine. He's a potential Fine. Now he's actually gone. So there's no way they can't go QB here. Yeah, they're definitely that being QB said, here. and then Carolina doesn't go QB either. Carl, it's Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Denver. I love Kyle Pitts. I love Kyle yep. Pitts. So you love Pitts. I've seen Pitts have big games. I don't know why he has them. He's another one. Why do he's, why he has them. he's free. Why do? Yeah, but then I've seen him get shut down as well. Which something obviously it's it's dependent on kind of the talent of the other team. It's and all blah, blah, blah. it's and all Kyle Trusk's fault. It's all Kyle Trusk's fault. <laughs> well, first of all, he's nowhere near top. Like yeah, no, they not. thought he was gonna be, but they thought he was gonna be top. Like beginning of the season, he ain't there. Um, yeah. Denver go inside linebacker with Jeremiah Owusu Koria, uh, Komor, whatever his name is. Uh, Patrick Sultan. Um, oh yes, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, cornerback. Alabama, uh, Alabama corner. Yeah, at number ten. No, notice anything here? Number eleven, Gregory Rousseau. Yes, the the end. Yeah, number twelve, Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley, Caleb Farley. He's another cornerback, right? Yep, Virginia okay. Tech. Number 13, Sean Wade. Are we don't we say anything here? No, no, he's QBs. Ohio. He's Ohio State. <laughs> no QBs, yeah, carry on. Yep. Number 14, Christian Dorosaur. O line again. I don't know who Minnesota are going with though. I like Minnesota were going tackle, but obviously they can't get rid of Cousins and his contract, but Okay. And 15 must be Fields. Number 15. Fields to the Patriots. Bill Belichick gets Justin Fields. How you go from two to 15 with an unbeaten regular season and beating the number one pick and outplaying the number one pick. Where, what sense does this make? (laughs) I, I don't know. People smarter than me do these stuff so I, I i've got no ones mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just I, I, I love this then, though. this is why i love the draft i love seeing how these things change but then if this actually happens i understand bill has, bill's reputation has taken a bit of a knock clearly he didn't make it to the playoffs brady is in the super bowl but if he gets justin fields and he does another 20 years of dominance. No, dead. Justin Fields ain't playing for 20 years, I don't think. But so let's say he did. Let's just let's just throw out there. It's 20 years of dominance. Now the Patriots are back. It's on site for every team that could have picked Fields. Obviously, he's not going like 192nd in the draft or whatever. I guess we'll but. see what Detroit does with their pick. But I do, I do want to see if Bill will stick for another rebuild. We'll stick through what the Patriots are doing, come out yeah. with a quarterback and see what you can do. I would really like to see it just from a, a fan's perspective and even for a bit of a football nerd perspective, see what you can do with a different QB because we all know we all know the conversations that, uh, that we all know the talk people have when it comes to star players. You've got Tim Duncan's perfect example where you hear people like Stephen Jackson who played with Tim Duncan say, well, if Pop is shouting at Tim Duncan and Tim's taking it, I can't really mm-hmm. chat back to, to Pop when he's saying something to me because if Timmy can take it, I have to take it. Yeah. Same thing with Bill Belichick and um, Tom Brady. I'm shouting at Tom Brady. I can't then turn back and chat shit to Bill Belichick because Tom Brady's taking it, so I've got to take it. No. How would this now work with Fields? Um, I would. 
or whichever QB New England get. I'd love to see it. Do New England need to go QB? Is it 100% guaranteed that they go QB in first round? Ideally, I'd like for them to go for a skill position, uh, especially a wide receiver, to give Cam okay, some look, options. Let me let me let me say let's say because by, by by all accounts so far, um, fe- not Fields, Trevor Lawrence off the board, Zach Wilson number two off the board. Yeah. So in theory, Detroit have to get a QB. Yeah. But we've got Fields, Mac Jones. Um, Trey Lance, do the Patriots get one of them? And Kyle Trask. Do they? Well, if Kyle Trask is there, I think they could potentially take Kyle Trask or one of the receivers. Because one of the receivers is definitely going to drop. They're going to drop out from what you anticipate them. There's always a couple uh, names that completely but come that, out of out, out, out of the three, I think it has to be Najee Harris, Devonta Smith and Jamal Chase. So I think those three get picked before them. Okay. Yeah, that, that could be a case. And Pitts could drop to them, but maybe Pitts could be taken ahead. Jalen Waddle. Yeah, Jalen Waddle could slip. Yes, this is all taken into consideration. We're not doing any trade-ups because yeah. you just don't know. Um, I would say no. Uh, what do you mm-hmm. think? I think, they have, I think Detroit have to go QB. I think for the most part, Patriots have to go QB. Okay, let's actually start doing some predictions, um, and then we'll check back on them as as the draft when the draft does happen. So we'll just make some. We'll make free. We'll make free. We'll say yes or no. What is the first prediction? Will Will New England draft the QB? So, yeah, New England draft QB. Yeah. Um, it's too early to say which one. I um, yeah. I I'd would say, say I say no. Okay, you go. You go no. What do you say? Um, you don't have I to agree. Yes. Okay. I say yes. I say yes. That is my first. How many Bama receivers, how many Bama players will be taking the top 10? I can't do that. That won't be my... The next one is meant to be receivers. Okay, let's do receivers. How many Bama receivers in top 10? No, not Bama receivers. In which which of the big three? With my big three. So what are your big three? Was Chase. Chase. Yeah. Najee. No, Najee. Um, no, no, Chase, Devonta back. Smith, and um, Waddle, Jalen Waddle. 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 I'd say all three of them go. Oh, this then yeah, the number I was about to throw out was before fifteen. Yeah, I I'd say four fifteen. But I want this. I want to say top ten, but they can't go top ten. There's no way 10. three of them go top ten. Okay, really? I'll, I'll, I'll say top ten. No, you say outside top ten. Yeah, I'm just thinking of. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of linemen that need. These teams aren't great. These teams aren't great. I'm thinking of linemen that need to go. I'm thinking of QBs that need to go. All three of them can't go. Surely not. So, I'm going all um, big three. The big three um, go top fifteen. No, I, mean, I say I, I say they don't all go by ten. You say fine. they all go by ten. I say top yeah. ten. You say above. Okay. Fine. And we'll have we'll squeeze one more question in there. Mac Jones, will he go? What what can we make about Mac Jones' prediction? Because I think you're higher on him than I am. No, I I, I don't think I am personally. Oh, you think okay, you I think just, teams will I be. just think 
teams are. Yeah, I see what Team, you mean. Teams like yes or no. I think of all the people that don't get the draft buzz, for some reason, so he's got no buzz around him right now. One of one of those kind of people always go stupidly high. I will say, and then you can, uh, I'll gauge your reaction by saying this. I will say he'll yeah. go outside the top 20. Oh. Oh. Are you saying inside top 20? Yeah. Okay. Not that's that a, that's, that's yeah. a wild prediction I'm going to put out there. Let's go for it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm trying to think. We're, at some point, everyone thought five QBs were going first round. Yeah. For that, for that to happen, not many of them make it past 20. Trask, I think, is the one that drops out of the out of the top twenty. Yeah. So I think Mac makes it. So at twenty, we've got Chicago Bears. Twenty-one, mm. we've got Colts. Twenty-two, Titans. Twenty-three, Jets via Seattle. Twenty-four, Pittsburgh. Who knows? They could do with a uh, QB, maybe. No, nah, we're, um, we're going. Run, I, I'd rather go running back or O line. Watch. Okay, actually, oh, let's let's look that. We'll take away Mac Jones. What position will Steelers draft? No, I'm keeping that Mac Jones one, but what, what what position will see this draft? What's your prediction? I, so I want to say O line. I don't think I'll, I'll give it. you two. I'll, I'll let you predict. If, if I'll let you predict three positional groups, and I have the rest of the field. Okay, wait. If Najee Harris is there, we're going running back. If not, we go O line. Running back. Slash O line, and what's your last position group? I, I, we're not going to go QB. We're, we're just not. We just signed Dwayne Haskins. We're not going to go QB. Shit, I forgot about that. We didn't even talk. A, a team that signs that. Dwayne Haskins does not sign a boy, QB in the first that round. Locker room. Oh boy. It just, it just. Why? <laughs> why does it have to be us? Why does it have to be us? It could be anyone else. Why us? Do you know what you lot are missing? You lot are missing some Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell in that locker room, but too busy. They're preparing for the Super Bowl. I would pref- um, I would prefer them to in a locker room. Um, last position group. D-line, you're fine. I feel defense is fine, no? No, Unless you uh, use... linebacker. It'll be outside linebacker. It'll be say. edge rusher. It'll be edge rusher. Edge rusher. Cool. I like this. I mean, I like to overreact to the draft because it's the only fun thing to do because uh, there's nothing else to do. Imagine if we... <laughs> I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it. If we trade our pick out of the first round... That, that wouldn't be a bad thing. If you get two additional second round picks, that's not necessarily He's a bad off thing. Ed, Ed! That's not Ed. a bad thing if you need more position players. Ed, you're potentially lost our QB. We have one of the oldest O-line groups in the league that didn't produce. Potentially, our all-pro centre, normally, is retiring. Our our second-best edge rusher is hitting free agency because we cannot pay him, and he's going to make big money. If... Oh, our running backs are not great. They are not great. So if we trade... Out of this first round, we could always have a second corner. We would always have a second corner. That is actually a lockdown corner. If we trade out of this first round, I'm not going to do anything, but I'll be very upset. Um, so 
Mel Kuyper has got Steelers taking Zayvon Collins from Tulsa, who's, uh, as you were saying, outside linebacker, edge rusher. Um, Najee Harris in this mock draft is going 30th to Buffalo. So that's what they have here. That, that's what um, yeah. Mr. Kuyper is predicting here. As as compared to McShay, who has us taking Najee Harris. Okay. Um, yeah. And then what was the other one? The next one that you were saying? It is the geezer's name. Where did he go? Oh, there he is. Zaven Collins. Zaven Collins. From well, Tulsa. No way. Yeah, I don't even know where he is on this thing. But, um, um, cool. But, 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 no, no. I'm going to explain why, yeah? James Connor. Is, I don't want to hear this to this talk, but go. No, he's, he's, he's on his. He's on. He's paid. So he's. This is rookie deal is finished. So technically, he's a free agent now. Bud, free agent. QB is almost out the window. Um, what was my other pick? R- running back, that O line, old, retiring, and always injured. Would you, potentially retiring. I mean, I'll always say receivers as well, and uh, Juju's a free agent as well. That's also potentially. Oh, huh? I didn't even realize that. Um, no, no, I think they go free agency for that one. Oh, Alan Robinson. I think Alan Robinson's available. Why don't you have enough money to pay him? Alan, come back to Duval County. Come on, Alan. Um, so that was our second down. We just did a bit of had a bit of fun with the draft, seeing what the latest mock drafts are saying, and just giving our two cents, just how we're thinking, what's going on. Now, Joel, as you like to call it, the money down, third down, baby. Ching ching. Um, you got? So for who are you? That and this is where we make a prediction. This is where we make a comparison from someone in the NFL to someone in the sporting world. I mm-hmm. usually like to make football ones because that's the that's one of the sports I follow closely. And Joel. So I was just watching this three-headed monster of Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey. And so, by the way, for those watching for the first time, we don't tell each other who we're going to compare. So it's going to be a fresh reaction. And Joel will predict who he thinks the comparison is going to be. I was watching these three boys. I'm thinking, wow, this is just unbelievable. I can't believe how they managed to establish these three talented players on one team. And it reminded me of an attacking trio that other teams used to have that was completely unstoppable and once regarded as actually potentially one of the best teams ever. And the way they play, the way they're able to be so impactful, how each three, each one of them, of those three, are absolute game changers. I think that's all I need to say, and you will have a prediction who it could potentially be. MSN. Yes. So that was that was my initial first reaction. That was my thing. It's like, wow, they are exactly like Messi, Suarez, and Neymar when they came to Barcelona and did the treble and were just unstoppable as an attacking three. Uh, and then it's easy to compare, actually, Mahomes to Messi. You've got Kelsey, who I think will be Suarez, and you've got Tariq Hill, who's Neymar. And I think their play styles match a little bit. But then I thought of another front three, actually, and like, oh, actually, their play styles relate a lot to the next front three. And it's a Premier League front three, but an old Premier, older Premier League front three. Oh, let's go Aguero! No. <laughs> it was going to be the front three of Rooney, Ronaldo, and Tevez. Ooh. Um, because I think that comparison is actually a lot better because then you've got mm. Ronaldo, who's definitely uh, Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. goat status, unbelievable players, can turn the game on switch. You've got Tevez and Tyreek Hill. Tevez just absolute energy dog on the left, on the wing when he played there for United. At that time, just absolute beast, can create something from nothing as well. Felt Kelsey. And then you've got Wayne Rooney, who's Travis Kelsey. Though, though they don't necessarily 
Wayne Rooney was a bit short for his size compared to most other strikers. Kelsey's a big body, tight end. Mm-hmm. They've also got that rough end of aggression and can also make big plays and can draw multiple defenders towards them. Rooney could sometimes occupy two defenders. Kelsey can do that as well. And I felt, wow, actually watching Kelsey Holmes, but Kelsey Mahomes and Hill reminds me of Tevez, Ronaldo and Rooney. I'm not sure if you think MSN is a better comparison, but that's just what I was thinking watching them. I just felt this is just so unfair. No, that's a nice, that's a nice comparison. M- MSN, you'll think more, I think obviously more flair. I think they get, those guys get labelled yeah. as flair players. So MSN is a bit more, you know, beautiful game. Definitely. But I like, I like that. I like that. So that, that's and that's I just think they're ridiculous sort of what Kelsey and Hill was able to do. Uh gosh, it's just so unfair. Um I, I don't think there's much chance for the rest of us in the AFC unless the savior from Clemson himself has something to say about it. <laughs> do you know what, yeah? I just thought of something so dumb. <laughs> that don't even it don't even make sense. But I'm I was saying I can't even remember. I thought it's so dumb I can't even remember what I thought. Yeah. Go like, on. Uh, nah, I, it's just okay. So, <laughs> it just don't make sense. It just don't make I mean, nothing you say usually makes sense anyway. So no. So, <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So I'm just gonna go with it because why not? That uh, it's more exciting than whatever else you know I could have planned. <laughs> so. So we've got a player that has looked at their team, looked at their office, their front office of their team, the organization, you know, side. I mean, like these guys are amateurs. They don't know what they're doing. I I need to get out of here. Welcome to the stage, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Welcome to the stage, Deshaun Watson. He has been labeled before, you know, draft night by his college coach, Dabo Sweeney, as the Michael Jordan of football. Yeah. Yeah. He's done so much for this franchise, his team, the Houston Texans, but they just cannot get out of their own way. They, from the heights that they looked at, they were getting to with him, they have done a steep, steep drop. Let's not forget, they they weren't amazing before him, but he came in, he's done, he's he put them on an astronomical path. They thought he was going to be, like he was going to take them to the Mahomes level, that Chiefs, that he took the Chiefs. But then obviously Mahomes came in. Um, but then, and then the team took a, just a, they stepped off a cliff. Um, and he's very, very disgruntled. So you, you start thinking along that path and you start thinking about, other sports that are that may have a player that has been touted a great some may have shown it some may have you know starting to get into their stride but really the team is getting in their way now when you think of the histories of these clubs right they don't really match up because the texans the best thing they've done is draft watson and almost have a decent playoff run not a good playoff run, almost have a decent playoff run. 
that also means they didn't have a playoff run. However, the team I'm thinking of has had a, a very storied history of winning. But right now, their current Michael Jordan, let's say, is very disgruntled. So much so that Deshaun Watson is trying to make sure that he's not him in his previous year when he tried to force a move out. I know you're, I know you're confused because the, the links are not strong, strong. But right now, if you've got to think. What sport is some, it? Is it football? It is football. Someone who recently tried oh. to force a move. The bait one is messy. The bait one is messy. Okay. You can't be the Michael Jordan of the, of the sport and not be late and not be kind of compared to the Michael Jordan of the next sport. You know what I mean? But more importantly, more importantly, this 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 comparison really gets strong if what happens this off with what happens this offseason. If Deshaun can get out, then the comparison is pretty much done. But if he's forced to play for another year with the Texans of see out his contract he's done oh this this is this is literally the exact same situation but with a team that has no like footing on why they should be able to do that at least Barcelona could say we were there we know how to get back there again we're just going through a rough patch for our standards right Houston are going through a rough patch for everyone's standards yeah I think also Messi's also proven himself a lot more than than yes. and his Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, one one hundred percent. But it's more about kind of the disgruntled feeling. The this is more kind of off the field more than on the field kind of thing. Yeah. And That's it's fair. really it's very 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 dependent on the kind of outlooks of the team because in in all reality it was in Messi's contract. He should have been able to go. The pandemic stopped it. Cool. So he's been, he yeah, was forced to that play was another, a weird clause in yeah. that. Yeah, he was he was forced to play another year. Deshaun Watson has just signed an extension and now wants out. If he has to sit out some games, like Messi didn't come to the training camp, like didn't do the preseason, didn't all that. I just sat out for a bit and then joined in. I was like, okay, since you're not going to let me go, I'll join eventually. We're going to see this with Deshaun. If he is still signed to the Texans, come preseason time which there might not be a preseason again but you know during the camp times he might not return to Houston you might just see him just hanging around New York he's looked at Harden and seen how he's done it you might just see an out of shape Deshaun Watson I doubt that would happen oh, oh but also by the way was James Harden wearing a fat suit he must have been was he wearing a fat suit he must have been we, this needs to get talked about a lot more than it has been. Yeah, uh, it, it looks like it. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it was, you know, sometimes camera angles can do madness, but yeah. But those are a lot of angles, a lot of angles and video. He, he looks like he definitely had a pre match meal. Come chill, chill out, dude. Chill Bruh, out to chill the out. point to the point where it's in the pre game commentary. Like, what is going on? And then he gets to Brooklyn and suddenly he's a supermodel. Okay, he's not. Okay, he's still, yeah, he's I hear junkie, that, but, but for but for a couple of days, that's a lot yeah. of weight to lose. Yeah, it, it was funny. It was funny. Maybe, the, yeah. maybe the clubs in uh, in New York aren't as lit as they are in Houston. No, you know what I think. I think he tried it. No, I think I think obviously different COVID restrictions. But I think he tried to gain weight and get out of shape. But he, it didn't have the 
like he didn't gain as much as he thought he would. So obviously he's still got a bit of it there, but he had to put, add on some little extra with some, you know, with some something. makeup and, and thing. Yeah, yeah. And add a little padding and then he took it off. Obviously he's, he's still chunky, but that's... Anyway. Yeah, so kind of even three of them, that's all f- three kind of similar situations. Yeah. One of them got out. One of them had to stay. We're going to see where, where the third one goes. That is the final down. That's been third in Atlantic. Three downs you've had today. Crown um, him. Yes, you are officially the title holder. With a week to go again. Oh, yeah, I'll start calling you one week, Joel. That's what the ladies call me. Why? Because you only ran for a week, then you then you duck out. No, because they only like me for a week. <laughs> <laughs> let me send let me send a message to Katie about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you stuck around that long, man. I'm going to fire another shot, but I couldn't think of anything in time. So I just, I'll, I'll, <laughs> um, right. Shout out, shout out, Miss Katie, Katie May. Boy, yes, sir. So that is, got my crown. I'm actually might buy a crown, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, 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 obviously I'm bleeding tomorrow, so a belt would be a little bit. I think belt is being overdone right now. Everyone loves doing belts nowadays. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. Mm. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to see yeah, where it goes. Could get a ring. Are we, are we doing? Are we going? We have we have to do one after the Super Bowl, innit? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so I have two weeks to make a decision, basically. <laughs> oh, scary! Yes, sir. But that's Ferdinand Atlantic. Thank you guys for tuning in. For those who made it this far, love you. See you next week. Everyone else, suck it, Super Bowl. Suck your mom, everyone else. I mean, he said what he said. <laughs> That's Van Atlantic. See you later. Peace.